when I wrote this. Amen. When I say wrote it, I put it together. It's the scriptures, but you got to have somebody's got to do it. Amen. So it's a series that I really love. I think it's perfect for us right now. We're faced right there. We could have not put any seats. Those seats we had were fine. They were sitting on the back floor back there. We could have maintained like that. But that wasn't the plan. The plan was be debt-free. Get in here debt-free. We got in here debt-free. The plan was to finish what the architect drew. That would have been different. If we'd have been going backwards and belly up, probably wouldn't have happened. But we're not going backwards and we're not going belly up. Amen, say. Amen. And we started this during the Great Recession, they called it. The worst economy since the Great Depression is when we started this building. Amen. It wasn't after all people. No, this, I mean, homes were being foreclosed left and right around here. People were flying to Cooper around here. Amen. And uh, so God's been faithful, so we need to be faithful. Amen. So we've got a couple of messages, maybe four or five, that we're going to build upon and just help us be better us. Better people for our town, better people for one another. And I think great things are going to happen. So let's talk about it. Body, language. Body, language. Serving Him, serving them. We're all giving off a language, baby. You know, when I walk into places, it's like, uh-oh, you know. But, but people see, you know, your attitude shows up before you ever get there. Your attitude's the first thing that arrives. It shows up before you ever get there. And the way we handle ourselves is a big, big, big deal. And it works in the family. It works in places, people we, we meet everywhere. But this is going to be a great series, so get ready. Body, language. Let's roll, Rog. It's on you now, buddy. Two weeks ago, I gave a message out of the book of Zechariah. It was called Persuading People. Say that with me. Persuading People. Now, you don't have to be a Christian to persuade people. A lot of people are not Christians, but they're great businessmen and great businesswomen. And they've been highly successful. And so there are principles in God's Word that just flat out work where you saved or lost. Do you hear me? But how powerful this is to the child of God. There's a scripture in Zechariah that says, and you, you were with me, you that were here. It says, we'll grab and hold to the hem of the garment of him that's a Jew. And say, we will go to the house of God with you. Well, if you back up a couple of verses, why are people going to go to the house of God with the folks? And why will people come to the house of God here? Let me tell you, here's a big way that's going to help. With your head or with your mouth, no lies. Say no lies. Church is full of people that lie like the devil. Christian TV's full of it. And some of you don't like me saying that. Well, I'm t well tell them to shut up and I won't. But it's just lie after lie. Now, a lot of people don't know it's a lie because they don't know the Bible. But a lot of things that pre people are saying, and give them your money and blah, blah. But you know who knows it's a lie? The lost. The lost aren't dumb. And they turn on this crap, excuse me. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And because they watched it, that lost person's twofold more the child of hell than when they turned it on. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So we, we as believers at Fellowship Church, we do not want to be liars. Do you hear me or not? If you want to reach people, stop the lying. What do I mean? Be honest. People like honest people. Do you like honest people or not, say? Or you like to be lied to like a rug? No. Honest. So that's number one. People will follow you when you're honest. Number two, just reviewing. With your hands, no harm. 
That means kind. Do good to others. Kind with your hands. Excuse me, not giving them the finger. You hear me or not? Or raising your fist. And sir, and even ma'am, there's no place for any of that in a marriage. Zero. My mother was beat and then murdered by my stepdad. Wonder why they didn't have a good marriage. The violence. But some of us in church were like that. What are we doing? And asking God to bless us. He's not going to bless your tail. He'll bless you if you, with your hands, you bless. Amen. Say. And you might say, well, Pastor, I just wasn't raised that way. Well, you were raised wrong. And we're here to help you. Amen. Yes or no? Come on. And I wasn't raised right. I had to learn. Number three, we looked at it. Your heart, and your heart is no hate. I hate to say it, much of the church has made a living on hating people and putting other people down. Did you know God doesn't want us to hate anybody regardless of their sin? Yes or no? This town, how are we going to reach our town if we have hate? Well, we can't do that. That's just evil. Well, you know, if the Scripture says that, I get that. But you don't have to blabber it out of your mouth to somebody. Yes or no? Say. Because sometimes when we're talking like that, it sounds like we're hateful. Y'all hear me or not? Have I lost you already? So we want to be loving. That's not rubber stamping people's bad behavior. But you know, love never fails. Say that with me. Love, it just never fails. And uh, that's what we're called to do. And people, they'll grab your hymn of your, and they'll go to the house of God with you if they see that you're loving. Amen or oh me. Last one. This was two weeks ago. Spirit. No hypocrisy. Number one reason, hands down, that people won't come and fill these seats is because we're hypocrites. Number one reason. That's why I choose to be me. I've chose to be me. And a lot of people come here, they probably don't like me. I don't wear a, a tie. And I don't dress right. And I say things that other preachers don't say. So what? I am me. At least when you see me, you met me. Well, I don't like you. Well, good, you don't. Because you met me. But I don't want to be different when I leave here. Does that make any sense? Now, I'm a sinner like you are. I struggle too. When you get you get it home and you're not in front of a crowd, yeah, it's easier to fly off the handle. It's easier to, to be ill and ugly as, you know, I'm not in the spotlight. So this is something I fight. But it's a fight worth fighting to not be a hypocrite. Amen. Say. One of my favorite things I can say here is when you, if you can't give cheerfully, keep it. I love that. It tells us the people that come that you're going to bring that we're not here to take them. Yes or no? You won't believe. How many when you heard me say that for the first time, it just, it was, it was, it was good to hear. Let me see some hands. It was sort of a nice thing to hear. <laughs> Wasn't it? Doesn't mean that you're a tight wad. Doesn't mean you don't want to give. It's just refreshing. Amen. So, let's be honest, and let's be kind, and let's be loving, and let's be real. Say real. Real doesn't mean, though, I am who I am, that's the way I am. If you don't like me, get out of here. No, real is real, but real can change. For me, when I got saved, I was GD and F this, and that was the way I talked. 
lot of hate in my heart. I could not stand people who were better off than me. And especially, and I was young, especially if they thought they were better than me. I, I, have, I have hurt a couple of people in my life when I was younger, in high school and junior high, because they wore their little eyes odd. Now, I ain't against that. Now, I ain't against that. I just had a lot of hate in me. Y'all hear me or not say? There was no reason for me to take Stuart Beach and shove him in a locker like that. <laughs> Stuart didn't deserve that. Amen. He just came from a good family and they had money and the girls liked him. But it's because I had hate. Y'all hear me or not? Okay? So now let's push forward. I know Roger's pulling his hair out, but there's not much there, brother. That's why me and Roger, we love each other. We get along just fine, don't we, buddy? We got the same hairdo. Here we go. Let's go with it. Let's go to the message now. That was a good, good uh, start, though, this morning to this series. Got it? So where are we going now? Well, I can say that till the cows come home. But unless there's a change in you, it's not going to happen. We're in a, we're a series now called Body Language. Something's got to change in you and in me. And it is a process. So let's talk about it. Here we go. The series today starting Body Language. Tell my message. Say it with me. My body, His temple. Say it with me. My body, His temple. Let's go. Keep pushing me. Our bodies were not made for ourselves to worship ourselves, pamper ourselves endlessly, admire ourselves constantly. You want to know a surefire way to not reach people for the Lord? Do that. Stand in front of the mirror, primping and blah, blah, blah. Hey, fix yourself up. I'm good with that. But guys, come on. People matter out here. And they're going to look deeper than that makeup or whatever you got on. I'm telling you, honesty, kindness, love, being real. That's what gets to people, not your favorite hairdo. Did you hear me or not? Say. Not against it, being nice, looking nice. Obviously, you see, I don't try, but that's another story. We need to be in good health as much as it's reasonably possible. I'm talking about the Scripture. We're talking about the body. Body language. We need to be in good health. But, 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 but. First Timothy 4.8 says, say it with me. For bodily exercise profits what? Little. But keep reading. But godliness is what? Profitable unto what? All things. Guys, this series isn't a series on worshiping your body. Got it? Hey, look, I've been on a diet for nine days. Last week when I got in that car, I had a funeral last Sunday. I mean, last Wednesday, excuse me. A week ago Wednesday. Had it right here for Pete. He sat right there. Sit right there where you are, brother. Right, his wife right in there. Miss Sheila. And he passed away. And after, then we had the burial up there at the beautiful cemetery in Sarasota. The Sarasota Veterans. I love that place. What a, what a great country we live in. And uh, then I hit the road right there and went on up on my journey to Carolina, then to Pennsylvania. And Charlie, you here, Charlie? Where are you at? Charlie. Oh, yeah, there you are. That Charlie. Is there another Charlie? That, that Charlie went with me right back there. Right, Charles? You can go with me sometime. But yeah, I got a couple of Charlies in there. But anyway, we, check, we trekked on up yonder, you know, trekked on up there. But you know what I started doing? I realized, man, I'm just not feeling well, so I went on a diet. Because I needed to. 
So I'm eating salad now and grilled chicken, and I hate every bit of it, okay? And I'm even eating apples now. Good grief. But anyway, so bodily exercise is good. Dieting can be a good thing, but godliness is the main thing. Yes, say that with me. Godliness is the what? Okay? So... That's what the Bible's talking about the body. We're just getting there. Your purpose on this planet, the reason you were created, was not to obsessively focus on your body. That's not why you're here. Look at my, look at my muscles and, you know, all listen, guys, get out in front of the mirror. Come on, get out in there and talk to people. Amen? Come on. That's not why we're here. Guess why we're here? You are here in your body to glorify Jesus Christ. That's why you're here. Well, that's just your opinion. No, that's the Scriptures. Whether you know it or not. If you're watching online, you never heard me. I'm telling you, that's the truth. I didn't make this up. This is our purpose here on this earth. My body is to glorify Jesus Christ. Let's talk about it. How can I do that then? I want to be honest. I want to be kind. You know, I want to love people. And I don't want to be a hypocrite. But how can I do it, Pastor? I just, I've always been this. I've been dishonest. I've been mean. Well, you got some help on the way. Amen. Now, if your body focused, you're going to accomplish very little for eternity. I mean, you'll have a few people along the way go, you look good. Well, just enjoy it because that was your reward down here. When you get to heaven, God's not going to go, wow, you look good. What he is going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, or he ain't. He's going to say, enter into the joys of the Lord, or he isn't. Okay? He's, you were not created to attract people to you because of your looks. You were created to attract people to Jesus Christ. And that's who we are as believers. Amen? So let's keep looking. It's appointed unto man once to die after this the judgment. So all that primping and all that mess you're doing. I'm not saying don't take care of yourself. But I'm going to tell you, here's what's going to happen. You will die someday. And i got a good feeling you're not going to look that good. Just throwing that out there. You will die someday. It could be today. Then what will you say? I'm going to be a rapper one day. I'm telling you. I've got the rhymes going on. But it's going to happen one day. What are you going to do? What are you going to do then? Why not make a change now? Say now. Today can be the start. Labor Day weekend. That weekend we were supposed to get hit by that hurricane. The, the weekend that we, we honor people who have worked in this country. Amen. That what made this country great. Why not work on you this weekend? How about that? Say Amen. So let's try to start working right now. I know I've been a long way into this, but, Roger, I'm going to ask you now to push me, buddy. Now that I listen. Number one, you have a special body. I was created by God, and I was made in His image. I have a special body. I am not an animal. Was not made like an animal. Look at what the Bible says. God said, let us make man in whose image? Our image. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In that verse speaking. Let us make man in our image after whose likeness? Say it with me. Our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish, over the fowl, over the cattle, of all the earth, over everything that creeps upon the earth. Say verse 27 with me. So God created man in his own what? Image. In the image of God, he created he, him, 
male, help me, and what? Female created he them. Here's the point. You were made to have a body made in the image of God. And it has a special place for the Holy Spirit to live. Animals don't have that. I like animals. But we are, we have, we've been specially made to be able to communicate with God. Didn't Adam walk with God in the cool of the day? Yes or no? They walked and they talked. Isn't it somehow Jesus says, I'm seated at the right hand of God the Father where I ever live to make intercession for you. We've been given this Holy Spirit, the Bible says, to help us to pray, to help us communicate to God. Y'all know that, right? We're special, guys. You're not a piece of garbage. You're different. So we go around, look at me, I'm different, I'm special. No! You have a purpose to glorify God and to tell others about Christ. That's why we're here. Did y'all hear me or not? If it hadn't been for somebody else fulfilling their purpose, I wouldn't be here today. You think about it. Who was it that told you about Jesus? Who was it that loved you to Jesus? Who was it that invited you to that church or invited you somewhere, invited you to their home and shared, or invited you to a meal and, and you heard about the Lord? Just think about it. Where did I learn about Jesus? You learned about Him from somebody. Amen. Say. That's our goal here. So we have a special body. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the work of God's hands. Lord, you've searched me. You've known me. You've searched my downsitting. You know my uprising. You understand my thoughts even. You compass my path, my lying down. You're acquainted with everything I do. Such knowledge, when I think about it, it's too wonderful for me. It's high. I can't attain unto it. Where can I even go from your spirit? Nowhere. Where can I flee from your presence? Never, God says. If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell or the grave, you're there with me. Yea, in the dark, the darkness doesn't hide you. I can't hide from you. See, because you're special. Do you understand or not? You're special. God is with you. God is looking at you. God is following you. He is in you if you're a believer in Christ. The darkness doesn't hide from you. The night shines as a day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. I love this. You possess my reign. Say that with me. You have covered me in my mother's womb. Life begins at conception. Anybody who says anything else is flat out stupid. Quote me. It's the way it is. You're not a blob of tissue then. You're not a blob of tissue now. You were not, you were not a nothing then and you're not a nothing now. You're made in the image of Almighty God. That's why we are pro-life. That's why we stand for life. Why? Because God's Word does. Yes or no? Eat it, the political thing. That's just a lie of the devil. It's just stupid as a day is long. My own sister had an abortion. I was a little boy when she had the abortion. And she might even be listening now. And Janice, I'm sorry. But the fact of the matter is, it hurt her. It hurt her. And little did she know or any of us know, she would never be able to have another child again. You know? Life is precious. Say that with me. Life is... But you know, my life's precious. My life's precious. My life matters to this town. Gary Clark matters to Inglewood. I want you to think that way. I want you to start living that way. Think that way. You hear me? 
I'm not talking you always on guard. I'm not on guard everywhere I go around this town. But I, I'm me, but I do want to be a good me. Yes or no? Amen. Say. So just think about some of these. I'm throwing it out there. I'm fearfully and wonderfully. I'll praise you. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows right well. Do you know that? Do you know that I'm special? Do you know that I have a special body? God made me with a special body. I'm different than every other person on the planet, but I'm different than an animal. Amen. Say. I'm somebody, and God wants to live in me. Say that with me. God wants to, He wants to live in me. He loves me. He wants, to, he wants to work through me. He wants to help me be a blessing to other people. Amen. This is good. I love this. This is fun for me. Keep looking. Number two, special body. A living body. I was made to serve the Lord. Say that with me. I was made to what? It doesn't matter. If you didn't do it all your whole life, well, guess what? You didn't do what you're supposed to do. Now you're here. Let's get it right. How about that? Amen. Say my mother was about 40 years old when she came to Christ. I tell you what, that day she got saved, she went home, poured that patch blue ribbon down the sink, and the rest is history. I tell you what now, that woman lit up for Jesus. She lit up for the Lord. And she couldn't make up for her past, but she sure could have a different path going forward. Amen? And that's God's will for your life. Amen or oh me? So we're glad you're here. From wherever you came, we're glad you're here. Now you're in a place called Inglewood. With a crazy guy named Gary. But listen, let's, let's, let's be alive for the Lord. Amen. Say. Come on, you can do this. What? No, you're not. Your body is the what? It's a temple of the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, which is in you, which you have of God. You are not your own anymore. You really never were. You are bought with a price. Say it with me. Therefore, do what? Glorify God in your what? And in your, which are who? Gods. Gods. This is who we are. This isn't some charismatic, crazy teaching. Oh, you believe in the Holy Spirit. Yes, I do. He is in me. Amen. He loves being in me. And I love Him being in me. He's the one that comes alongside me. That's what the word uh, comforter means. Paraclete. The one that comes alongside. Amen. He walks with me, you know, and he what? Talks with me and tells me I'm not his own. This is a good thing, guys. So we're a living body that God can abide in. I'm to be alive unto God. And such were some of you. The previous verses talk about murderers, thieves, and such were some of you. But you're what? Washed. You're sanctified. I spoke on this recently. You're justified in the name of Jesus by the what? Spirit of our God. All things are lawful unto me, Paul says, but all things are not expedient unto me now. I'm not my own anymore. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any because people matter too much. Yes or no? Amen. Am I boring you to tears? Well, I'm fired up about it. I preach messages like this to me. Don't think I've got this by the tail here. I don't. I struggle. But I'm going to tell you right now, when I do, I know where to go to. If I confess my sin, he's faithful just to forgive me my sins and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And this is no way I need to behave or no way I need to act. I need to do better than what I'm doing when I get in those places in my life. Y'all hear me or not? And that's probably all of us. Say this verse with me, one of my favorites. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I, yet not I, but Christ 
lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. If we're going to do what we talked about, persuade people, you've got to come to the place where you know I, I'm created by Almighty God. I have a special body. I have a living body. I'm alive for right now. I'll be dead before long. But I'm alive for such a time as this. In a town called Inglewood. Amen? And does it matter? That's, to me, that's just what I say. But Port Charlotte, Venice. I mean, anywhere through this neck of the woods, guys. We live here now. Let's live for the Lord. Say that with me. Let's what? Let's live for the Lord. Not looking at other people, judging them. What's that got to do with anything? Let's you and me live for the Lord. And see what God will do with that. Amen? So let's keep looking. I beseech you therefore, brethren, another favorite of mine, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your what? Reasonable service. And don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Think this way. That you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God's acceptable and perfect will of God for you for your life is for you to be honest, for your hands to be kind. That's the perfect will of God. For you to be a person who loves, and for you to be real and not a hypocrite. That's the perfect will of God for you. And God will bless that, and others will come to Christ if you and I are that way. Amen? Keep looking. The life's more than meat. The body's more than raiment. See, I'm pretty important. I can be a living body for God. Say that with me. I can be a what? Living body for God. People pray the craziest prayers. Or they say the craziest things. I saw Jesus. You know who people see Jesus in? You and me. That's who they see Jesus in. They see Jesus in you and me. People that say they saw Jesus, I don't know, because he must have left from up yonder. He said, I sit at the right hand of God the Father, where I ever live, and make intercession for you. And he says, I'll come again unto you one day. But until that time, I have given you my spirit. Amen? And now when they see Jesus, if they see him, they're going to see him in us. Does that make any sense? Yes or no? Amen? We're His hands, we're His feet, we're His body. Body language. We're His hands, we're His feet, we're His body. That's who we are. But we're not going to be that if we stay the same as we've always been. This is a chance for you to change on Labor Day weekend. Maybe not. Maybe you say, I'm already halfway here, Clark, or a third of the way, or a little bit. Good! Push in, baby! Amen! Say, come on! Let's get wet. Number three, a kept body. What does that mean? Nobody's going to control my body for me. You think I can get up here on a weekend and talk like this and you change for good? <clears throat> you kidding me? Listen, if any change is going to happen, it's going to be because you decided to. Yes or no? Amen. Listen, Paul said, I keep my body. I keep it under. I keep under my body. And I bring my body into subjection. Listen, by any means, when I preach to others, I myself will become a castaway. This message, listen, body language. 
If you want to be a living body for the Lord Jesus Christ, for the Holy Spirit to flow through, you're going to have to keep your body. What does that mean? Let's look at the mouth. Honest. You've got to watch your mouth. Amen. Say. How about those evil hands, those mean hands? You've got to watch how you are with folks. Yes or no? How about that hate thing and love? Listen, we can all get angry and hate folk, but that's not God's will. Yes or no? So if anybody's going to love, it's going to be you keeping yourself in that. Amen. This is the will of God. And then finally, that hypocrisy thing. If you're going to be real, it's going to be you keeping your tail, doing the right thing, and being honest and not a jerk and not a hypocrite. Amen or amen? Come on. Here's the bad news. The devil's against you. (laughs) He's against you, man. He's against you. But greater is he that's in who? Me than he that's in the world. Amen. So I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. I've been saved. I've been saved. If any man be in Christ, he's a new what? Creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I have a chance now to be all that I can be. That's pretty amazing. I have a chance to be the best Gary that Gary can be. I can be the best husband to Kim. I can be the best daddy to, to all my young ones. Got, got a bunch of them. It's crazy. But I can be the best friend. I don't have to. I can control myself. I don't have to gossip about people. I don't have. You understand, yes or no? And it's not just my willpower. It's the Holy Spirit of the living God and His Word that is helping me. Yes or no? So this is good stuff. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me now. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's do a show of hands. You can't believe because of God's strength that you have done something in your life. You just don't know what that, I don't know what that something is, but man, I've done something. I've done something. It's crazy. But you're not taking the credit for it. No, you're just saying, look, God in me gave me this baby. Amen. Say, I look at this church. How could a church like this come out? It's pretty crazy. Meeting in my house. Now we the center plate piece of rotunda. That don't mean a whole lot to me as far as, you know, all that mess. But it's just amazing. When you do for God, God will be there helping you do. Amen. Say. Good stuff. I love this. But you've got to keep your body, man. You've got to watch and pray. Watch and pray that you don't enter into temptation. The Spirit is willing. God, the Holy Spirit inside of us is willing. But your flesh is weak. This is on you. This is on me. I can't believe God let that happen to me. It's because you're a fool. Most of the stuff happens to us in our life because we're crazy. And they want to blame the Lord. Listen, the Spirit's willing, baby. Amen. Yes or no? You've got to do this. A kept body. I bear inside of me the dying of Jesus. Boy, this will help you. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in... Our hearts, wow, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure now in earthen vessels. Can you believe that? That God lives in me. Isn't that crazy? Say that with me. God lives in me. One more time. God what? Lives in me. I have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God. Not of us. He didn't come in here just like, well, that's nice. I'll just rest down here. He came in you so that you could bring him glory, so that you could be a light for other people. Amen? And to love others. Paul says we're troubled on every side, yet not what? 
How many have been through such pain in your life and you were amazed at the peace you had through the pain? Let me see some hands. Isn't that crazy? How does that happen? Because I'm a lunatic. <laughs> it happens because God's with you. Amen? Guys, this is powerful. I'm just scratching the surface. We're going to do it a couple of weeks. But the message series is going to be different. It'll change every week. But this is the cat's meow right here. If you don't get this, don't think that you're going to be a powerhouse for the Lord or you're going to be a mover and shaker for the Lord and, and reaching people for Christ. If this message doesn't sink in, this message is so powerful to change your marriage. This kind of message, if enough people got it, would change a whole city. Y'all hear me or not? It's up to you if you buy into it. We're troubled on every side. Not distressed. We're perplexed. Not in despair. Persecuted we are, but not forsaken. Cast down, but we're not destroyed. Always, why? Bearing about in the body, our body, the dying of Jesus. That the life of Jesus might be made manifest in my body. Amen. Say, when that trouble comes and you know that Jesus Christ is your Savior and your Lord, you can bear down, you can do amazing things through Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's quiet in here. Maybe it's because I'm loud. A kept body, I must put off the sins of the flesh, in whom also you're circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. This is what we have in Christ. We can have power over our past. We can have power over things we struggle with. We're buried with Him in baptism. You're risen with Him through the faith of the operation of God who's raised Jesus from the dead. There's nothing I am that cannot be changed. There's nothing I do that can't be better. God is in me. Amen. Say. A kept body, I'm confident this body is not eternal. Therefore, we're confident knowing that while we're at home in this body right here, we're absent from the Lord. For right here we walk by what? And not by what? We're confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from what? This what? And rather to be what? Present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor, that whether we are present or we're absent, we may be what of Jesus? Accepted of Him. Guys, one day we'll see Jesus. One day we'll be in heaven. You ain't there yet. This is our job. This is our town. This is our church. Amen? Those are our seats. And most of you in here probably contributed to pay for them. That was stupid if you ain't going to help us. Amen. Say, help us, man. Help us. Help us. But you can't help us with the lying. You can't help us with the violence and not kind. You can't help us with the hate, not the love. Amen. And you can't help us with hypocrisy. So it's a good. Don't you think it's a good message for us yesterday? It's summertime for all them snowbirds get back. Now, we've always been a loving church. But we can do better. Say better. I wish more of you, while we're in this room, before church starts, I wish more of you would walk around and love on people. Just walk around. Say hi. Now, I know we do great out there, but what happens in here? Can You think you might could do that? Yes or no? Yeah, I know so many of you got that written all over you. God wants you to be alive for Him. Amen. Say Come on, y'all doing great, but we can do better. Amen? Roger, you're killing me. I have Jesus' marks in my body. From henceforth, let no man trouble me. 
Say it with me. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. That's a powerful scripture. This is who I am. This is who I am. I bear the marks of Jesus in me. Not only am I not ashamed of Him, He is in me. And He flows through me. Okay? His dying matters to me. His resurrection matters to me. I'm fine now financially. I do this because I'm called to do it. Amen. I love what I do. Y'all hear me or not? If I wasn't doing it here, I'd be doing it somewhere else. Had somebody the other day tell me, you'd make a good uh, uh, pastor in prison. I mean, they meant not just going to visit. They thought I'd be good if I was locked up right there with them. But I know me well enough. If I was locked up there, God help me out. They wouldn't be able to shut me up. Amen. Say. Guys, we're free. We live in America and we still shut up. We live in the greatest town, maybe maybe one of the greatest towns in all of America. People would die to be able to spend their life down here by the beach. Yet we still shut up. What's wrong with us? Yes or no? Amen. Not talking about getting people's business, but you do those four things we talked about earlier. And it'll change you. Amen. I magnify Jesus in my body according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing shall I be ashamed, but with all boldness, as always, so now also in Christ, He shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by what? Life or by what? Say that last verse, one of my favorites. For me to live is Christ and to die is what? Gain. i got to quit. My body is His temple, people. That's who it is. You might say, well, it's an ugly temple. It is what it is. I'm going to do with it the best I can. Amen? The last thing, we'll do it quick, Raj, just like we did the first service. Got a lot of points, but I'm wore out and so are you. One day you're going to have a dead body. Did you know the, the term dead body appears more times in the Bible than any other reference to body? Dead body. You know, I could say that of the church today. I think much of the church today, in general, is full of dead bodies. We look at our world, what's happening in our country, this, that, and the other. We get, watch the news and we complain when we have the answer. You know what America is to me? America is Inglewood. I can't fix Washington, but I sure can make a difference in Inglewood. Amen or oh me. You think if I'm honest in Inglewood and I'm kind in Inglewood to people and I love people in Inglewood and I'm real to people in Inglewood, you think if I do that, it might be a better Inglewood? And if you think a bunch of us do that, it might be a better Inglewood? You see, matter of fact, if you do that, you're going to stand out and they're going to grab the hem of your garment, the Bible says, and they're going to go, we're going to the house of God with you. Amen? That's what this is all about today. One scripture, Raj, and we quit. Rush to the end like you did earlier. In the book of Leviticus, God gave the law concerning the high priest. Now listen to this, a dead body. He that's the high priest among his brethren whose head the anointing oil was poured, 
and that is consecrated to put on the garments shall not uncover his head nor rent his clothes. Say verse 11 with me. Neither shall he go into any dead body, nor defile himself for his father or for his mother even. Now here's the point. The high priest could have nothing to do with a dead body. Say that with me. The high priest could have nothing to do with a dead body. Anyone who touched a dead body was deemed what? And needed purification. Now I'm just going to rush to the end. But here's the point. You think you can live your life like you want to. And not submit yourself to the Lord and His Spirit. And you think He's going to have anything to do with you. He's not. He's not. This principle of the high priest not touching a dead body, God's not going to have His touch on your life either. Did I lose you with that kind of spooky math? God didn't just do this to the high priest. This is for us. God, we say the prayers, we live our life one way, and then we pray this other way and think it's all good now. It's not good. And you wonder why you live your whole life without the touch of Almighty God on you. Are y'all hearing me or not? He's not going to touch a dead body. And the church can stay dead. I'm not saying we're dead. We've got a lot of people in this church that's alive. We've got a lot of them that ain't. And that's not a slam. That's, I think I need that kind of preaching. Right, John? I need that. I want, I want somebody to challenge me and coach me up. And that's what I'm trying to do today. Amen or oh me? Those seats, I didn't like them. I looked at them. Oh my gosh, look at them. Look at them. Did you know there's about 175 of them there and 175 going to be over here? And over 100 and something right in here? Oh my gosh. It's time to get busy. Amen. Say. It's just another phase in our ministry now. There we are now, guys. I want us to. I should, I've always preached like this, but I've never seen myself have the intensity that I have now. I want us to reach our town for Christ. Amen? And there's other good churches that are out there that are helping us. But we need to do our part right here. So I've got to quit now. God is holy. You won't live in a defiled temple. Likewise, reckon yourselves to be dead unto sin, but alive unto God through who? Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it and the lust thereof. We're fixing to have communion. If sin reigns in my body, God won't. I'm not saying you're lost and going to hell. I'm just saying He won't empower you. He won't walk with you and speak through you and encourage you. And others will not, most likely, be influenced by your life. Listen to what Jesus said. And he took bread, and he gave thanks, and he broke it. And he gave it unto his disciples, and he said, say it with me, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. You know, I'm all about communion, I'm all about the bread, I'm all about the juice. But wasn't he saying maybe something a little different here too? How about you do what I'm doing? How about you do, remember me and what I'm doing, and you just carry it on.
fellows, you're, you're going to see me lay down my life. It's on you now. I won't leave you alone, though the Comforter's going to help you. But guys, remember what I did. And you pay it forward. Do you hear me or not? Praise the Lord. Jesus died so that I could live. I'm going to end. I must die to myself and my selfishness so Jesus Christ can live through me. And I'm asking you today, would you tell God this today? Would you tell Him this today? God, this is my body which is given for you. Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning. I'm done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for Your Word today. It was powerful. It helped me. I don't know about you, but I got a good kick in the tail today. I'm better than I came in. Let's stand together, guys. Going to have communion. I went a little bit long. I could have cut it off shorter, but we didn't. It's on me. Amen. Hopefully you want to learn around here. Amen. Say. Oh, me. Ooh, wow, I'm exhausted. I lost five pounds in that message. That's a good thing. Amen. Come on. Let's, you found it. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. Come on. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for this morning. Lord, it's different here today for some reason. I just feel a little bit of a difference today. A good difference. We were focusing, Lord, right on you being in us. And that's a holy thing. So, Lord, help me. Lord, I failed miserably. You know that, Lord, in this area. But, Lord, I'm thankful you never threw me out with the trash. I'm thankful that you never forsook me nor ever left me. Lord, a lot of people have left me in my life, but not you. You never have, and you never will. Lord, burn into my heart your faithfulness to me. Burn into my heart how you've changed my life. Burn into my heart how good you've been to me. Burn into my life how that, how that I matter to you and that I have value and that you, you believe in me and that you have a purpose for me. Burn that into my life, Lord. Lord, help me. Help me understand it. I, I, I do. I have a body for a reason. You may be in your image. Oh, God, help me today. Help me to accept the responsibility of the home I have, a wife, my children. Help me to accept the responsibility of this is my town. And I need to live here. And I need to be alive for Jesus here. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, as the pastor of Fellowship Church. Lord, help me to be approachable and relatable and honest and kind and Help me to love people. Help me to be the real deal, Lord. And again, forgive me when I have not been. I fall at your feet today. Thank you for choosing me. In Jesus' name. And with heads bowed one last moment, we're fixing to have communion. Communion is for believers in Christ. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you're welcome to have communion with us. If for some reason you believe church will get you to heaven or your good looks or your good works or some preacher, then communion's not for you. This is all about Jesus. But I want communion to be for you and I'd like for right now for you to really think that through. 
think it through. God gave His only Son for you to get to heaven some other way? I don't think so. The Bible says, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Can I lead you in a prayer this morning where you nail that? Out of an honest heart, not a heart of hypocrisy, you tell the Lord, I need you and I believe in you. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know who I am. I'm a sinner. And Lord, I accept that. And I ask you to forgive me, Lord, because you're God. I'm not. And I kneel, I bow at your feet, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, today to save me, to save me. And Lord, I ask you to do that because of what what you did, Jesus, on the cross for me. I believe in you. I don't understand it all, but I choose by faith to believe that you are God's only son, that you died for me on the cross, that you rose from the dead. I believe in you, Jesus. I'm not trusting myself or my family or some church to get me to heaven, Lord. I am believing in you, Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. Make me clean. Help me follow you and live for you, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have communion. How about it? Amen. Come on. Let's let's all go out to the courtyard.